Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore updates to LinkedIn Creator Mode, LinkedIn Pages, and a lot more with Judy Fox. If you want to understand how to benefit from these LinkedIn changes, then be sure to stick around. We believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm Michael Stelzner, and this is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. Hey, does the idea of planning out your 2022 marketing strategy kind of stress you out a little bit? Well, I can assure you, you are not alone. So many of us have gone through this struggle this year with all the change that's going on in social media, and it's super hard to keep up, but there is a shortcut. And the shortcut is to consider coming to social media marketing world. Why? Because if you attend, you can take your strategic planning to the next level and walk away with so much wisdom and insight so that you can rock next year and the year beyond next year. You'll walk away with blueprints and everything else you would ever need. Go to socialmediamarketing.world and get your all-access ticket today. And if you can't travel, we have virtual options as well. Socialmediamarketing.world. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. And now for this week's expert guest. Judy Fox is a LinkedIn strategist. Her course is called the LinkedIn Business Accelerator Program. Welcome back to the show, Judy. How are you doing today? Excited to be here. So we've got a lot of news to cover. Let's start with creator mode updates. Now, before we talk about what's changed with creator mode, just tell everybody real quick, like what is creator mode and how do they activate it? And then we'll talk about what are the new things. Yeah. Creator mode is a new way to leverage LinkedIn and visibility on LinkedIn. So when we think of LinkedIn in the old days, it was a place for a resume or just for job seekers. But now with entrepreneurs, the creator economy, the influencer economy, we can leverage now a tool called Creator Mode. If you go to your profile, 
you click on your dashboard. And inside of your own dashboard that's private to you on your profile, you'll be able to see creator mode. It's not on company pages. It's on individual profiles. So it has a toggle on off. And when you turn it on, you're going to be triggered to do a few things that I'm sure we're going to talk about and what is available to you when you turn it on. Just out of curiosity, is there any disadvantage to turning it on? At this point, I don't see a disadvantage. The only reason you may not want to turn it on is if you really just don't plan on using LinkedIn at all to make any posts or to publicly comment or to truly, if you're only getting on LinkedIn to apply for a job and look for openings, maybe you don't turn it on because you don't want to overwhelm yourself with all the features. Okay, so let's talk about what it makes possible because this is exciting. And they've made some pretty big announcements recently about some of the cool stuff you can do when you do go to your personal profile and you do activate creator mode. So first one is... (laughs) You get LinkedIn Live. I think that's the exciting one. Yeah, and we should state that this is kind of a big deal because the whole world has been waiting, right? And they've been a selection process and it takes forever, Yeah, the application. And if anyone has spent any time trying to get LinkedIn live, this is like rays of sunshine from heaven. Like, oh. (laughs) So everybody gets LinkedIn live if they turn on creator mode on their personal profile. So what do we need to know about LinkedIn live video in particular? Yes. So you will get LinkedIn live, but you have to take one more step is use a third party tool like StreamYard. We're currently using StreamYard. You have to have a third party tool to be able to actually go live on LinkedIn. LinkedIn doesn't have a direct live like Instagram or Facebook. You have to go through a third party tool. So for those that are listening to the podcast, we are live streaming right now to LinkedIn and to Facebook and to YouTube. One of our guests that's live right now is asking whether this is also available for company pages. Going live is available for company pages, but not creator mode yet. So again, it's a nuanced thing that I'm sure they're transitioning what that looks like for company pages. Okay. Can I live check while we're talking if I have live on my company page? I know we have it live on our company page and you can check while we're talking if you want to, but I think most company pages should have live. And my guess is, and maybe you can confirm this, that it's the same way on a company page that is on the personal profile in creator mode, which is you have to use a third party tool. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So I do see that I could go live to my company page. So it's possible that the super admins of a company page are the ones that if you, again, I'm speculating a little bit here because I know creator mode is still rolling out, that LinkedIn Live would be available to super admins of company pages, if that makes sense. Cool. All right. So first cool thing in this creator mode is live video. And if you are someone who wants to go live on your personal profile or you use your personal profile for your business, which a lot of smaller creators and smaller businesses do, well, this is a great opportunity just turn that sucker on and go find some tool to connect to it. And there's a million tools. What else can creator mode do? Creator mode gives you access to launch a newsletter. Mm. And I tell people the best way to think of a newsletter on LinkedIn is the newsletter is the train engine. So it's the thing at the front of all of the articles and blog type of articles. You're going to create an article And the newsletter is the engine that pulls those articles forward. 
Does that make sense? Totally. Because articles have always been available, but a newsletter gives it a container, a engine to take it forward. So I guess some of the questions I've got around newsletters is, is LinkedIn managing the whole thing? Is this kind of like, you know, when we think of newsletters, I think of our email service provider. We've got a bunch of emails that we've collected hundreds of thousands and we send out our newsletter whenever we want. Is newsletters for LinkedIn creator mode something completely different? Like, how does it work? Do you use it? Yes. And I grew my newsletter following in with 10,000 people in less than four weeks. So can you export those or is it stuck on LinkedIn? Is it one of those things where they don't really give you the email addresses? Do you understand where I'm going with this? Yes, I do. So you are correct that it is being run from LinkedIn and I don't have everyone's email addresses. I, When I publish a newsletter, an email goes out to all of those followers. Got it. But I don't hold those emails. So you are correct. Yeah, I've seen a lot of invitations over the months from people that must have had access to the beta of this. And I didn't even understand what it was. So I just ignored it. So I would imagine, can you send invitations to your followers to join the newsletter? How does that work? Do you know? Yes. And when you first create your newsletter, it does send an automatic message that you would have to opt out of sending this auto message, but it will automatically invite all of your followers, not just people you're connected to. But if you've grown a following outside of just direct connections, you can send it to everyone that follows you. What about your connections? Are they automatically part of it? Yes, or? followers and connections. I just wanted to point out that it's beyond first degree connections. If somebody has chosen to follow you and they're not directly connected to you, they can still receive your newsletter. And do you have any control over the content that's in that newsletter or is it just going to be whatever articles you've shared are going to be automatically combined and sent out in the newsletter? So each one that you choose, you get to write the article in mind that you want to go into that newsletter. So you are correct. You can choose to write an article that you don't want to be listed in that newsletter, and you can create a article that you want to go into your newsletter and be part of that newsletter, I don't know, stream of links that you have available. It's like having a playlist, I guess, on YouTube. You can then put all of those articles underneath that playlist. Now, there's also this thing called suggested creators, which sounds like a little bit of a carrot they're putting out there. What is that? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, turning on creator mode, they are rolling out the ability to not only get suggested people to follow, but they're highlighting people who have turned on creator mode as a suggested creator to follow. So it's adding an extra layer for why you would want to follow somebody. And it's really starting to segment out people who are not creating content versus people who are. So if you've turned on creator mode, you're sending a signal to LinkedIn that you want to be seen as more of a thought leader. Do you know if this newsletter thing works for company pages or, or is it only for personal profiles? Have you seen it yet? Right now, I haven't seen it roll out to a company page. I'm looking at my company page right now. I have the ability to write an article and I'm clicking on that, but I don't have the ability to put it underneath a newsletter. At least right now, let me check my publishing menu. And we should clarify that writing a post is not the same as writing an article on your LinkedIn profile. You want to just distinguish that a little bit? Yes. The biggest distinction for me and what it means for businesses is that when you write a post, it's going to live in the newsfeed for maybe 24, 48 hours. And it is literally going to live in your activity section underneath your post in the newsfeed. An article, and especially an article that's underneath a newsletter, 
is going to not only live on LinkedIn, but it's going to actually live in Google SEO and be found in search terms just like a blog post would be found. So with keywords and with linking to a YouTube video and all of that visibility, it is so powerful to drive traffic. Well, that can be longer too. And they can be longer. I wanted to point out the first thing, which is the SEO. An article and a newsletter now can live on for years. Right. And I've run into limits where I'm putting a text post on LinkedIn and I run out of characters. You know, that's when an article comes in handy, right? Yes. And the other thing about an article is they can be so creative. You can upload images that live in the middle of the article. I put a GIF in my first or GIF, GIF or GIF, (laughs) (laughs) inside of the article. I wanted to be a waving hello GIF right at the beginning. And you can just make it read just like you would a email subscription or something. I linked the YouTube video I did with Social Media Examiner on creator mode, and I was able to put the timestamp from the video we made and drive traffic directly to those timestamps to say, you can watch this video and see how to turn on creator mode. We've got a lot more to cover here. So let's go to LinkedIn pages. There's been some changes. Uh, What do we need to know? What updates to pages? I think the first one I'll mention is your competitor analysis, and they're going to build this out with more metrics. I'm excited that they're acknowledging the ability to, on one page, see the total followers, new followers, and I'm excited for them to roll out engagement rates and more data that we could see about how we're doing compared to our competitors. So tell us a little bit more about this competitive analysis stuff. How does it work? I mean, just like describe it. You can select some competitors and see some basic metrics about how you perform up against them. Like, tell me a little bit more. I think you just described it. (laughs) It That's it? Okay, that's it? (laughs) It is pretty simple right now. They're rolling out more analytics, but right now you just get follower metrics, literally showing how many followers they have, how many followers you have and your total number of new followers. But what's coming is maybe engagement percentage and reactions, comments, shares. Okay. I would be interested if I looked at a competitor's page and saw that they were getting a thousand shares, I would start to be fascinated by saying, what are they doing? And is there an element of what they're doing that I could implement over here on my company? Speaking of companies, LinkedIn has also added some new features, specifically the My Company tab. Talk to me about that because that sounds kind of fascinating. My Company tab. Yeah. I don't even know if you saw that or not, but basically in the news, they've got this thing where you can bring all your employees together as advocates under the My Company tab. Do you know what this means? Have you looked into this? Oh, so I haven't seen that yet. I do know I'm on that announcement. So what's new with LinkedIn pages, attracting top talent? That's why we're releasing updates to the My Company tab. It says it's an employee-only space on LinkedIn pages dedicated to building an employee community and advocacy to help streamline and grow your employee advocacy efforts on LinkedIn. With these updates, you can easily curate content from your page feed to the My Company tab with a simple click of a button. We'll notify employees as soon as new content is curated and drop them right into the resharing experience so they can know exactly how they can help amplify your messages. So reactions to that? I definitely think the power that I'm seeing so far with people implementing, because I just clicked on a company page, is being able to see the employees engage even more in their company content. So one of the things I see that has been a gap 
has been employees not seeing their company posts and not really even having their company in the newsfeed when they get on LinkedIn. So for them to actually start pushing out and making employees aware through the notifications or just like you said, the My Company tab, that makes a lot of sense. It's probably because I'm not in a company tab right now. <laughs> yeah. So a couple of stuff from our live stream audience. Uh, Thomas is saying that my company tab is coming from the sunset at Elevate, whatever that is. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Mm. And Andrea says that she's had it for a long time, actually. I think what's maybe new about it is the fact that they're maybe making it improved. You know, like the fact that they're entering into a share experience, a reshare experience to make it better. I personally haven't used it. So it just happens to be in LinkedIn's news announcement here. So sometimes LinkedIn makes things appear to be new that are not new, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm curious with people listening, if the My Company tab is like you said, and a rollover to call it something new. Yeah. They are saying that they're making it more easy to share posts from the company page over to your personal profile and maybe making it more of a reminder or top of mind. Yeah. And then it says they're going to measure employee advocacy with analytics. That's kind of cool. So that's the one that I don't remember seeing before where I could see employee engagement percentage on the company page. That is interesting. Are we getting any comments on that or no? They're just saying that it's been there for a while. So okay. again, you know, we're just reporting what LinkedIn is telling us. We should know. What's old is new. What's new is old. It's all the same. Exactly. <laughs> Anything else changed on LinkedIn pages before I move on to the next news story? I think that's everything, right? Or not? I think that's it. I'm okay. still over here looking at it and I don't see anything that I see groundbreaking new on there. We're hearing some people say that this was a paid feature through Elevate. I don't even know what Elevate was. Do you know what that was? No. Yeah. Okay. So LinkedIn did come out with their first quarter fiscal results. And I'm going to just tell you some of the numbers here because I think this is kind of fascinating. Their revenue is up 42%, which is crazy. I mean, can you imagine a 42% increase in a quarter? And their ads are up 61% demand for their ads. And the number of sessions happening on LinkedIn have increased 19%. I don't know if that's quarter over quarter or if that's year over year, but no matter what, that's a pretty big increase. What's your response to that? When we think about LinkedIn as a place for content, it is with LinkedIn sessions going up 19%, we hear about the great resignation. So even if your business is not in the business of hiring and working with different employees, you will gain more visibility and access by being active on LinkedIn at a time that the sessions are increasing in time. 19% increase, that's huge. So when I also see LinkedIn ad demand being up 61%, we think about the viability of these platforms and how they get their money. Many people talk about you being the product on a company or you think about Facebook or Instagram and how they want your user shut session to increase, but they also are not trying to drive traffic from you to constantly pay for LinkedIn with ads increasing the LinkedIn platform is more willing to, let's just be blunt, I think it's the best organic place to be seen for business because you're also getting ads that you could mix in with your organic content. And it's such a powerful place. People are spending time there. And even if they're not commenting and liking, they're visually taking you in. Well, one of the things that I think is interesting about LinkedIn since they were acquired by Microsoft is... I haven't seen the crazy, massive innovation happening. You know, if you think about it, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn are the old social, right? 
since, you know, the new socials like TikTok, Instagram, and all this other stuff, Twitter's gone through massive innovation recently. Facebook has gone through massive innovation, but Microsoft owned LinkedIn. It's not really innovating that much. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that's probably a good thing because LinkedIn still feels like the old Facebook, right? There's still a lot of people that are on there actively doing what they're doing. It doesn't seem like, quote unquote, the rules have constantly been changing in the same way they have on the platforms as far as what does and what doesn't get engagement. And yes, there's new little tricks of the trade, like uploading PDFs and carousels and all that kind of stuff. But what I love about LinkedIn is it just seems to be a cool place, a steady place where people can go and they can talk about business and not be penalized for doing it. Reactions to that? Yes. I think that when we think LinkedIn, we hear the word professional and then it kind of pauses us to go, well, what do we create there? I like to turn it around and say LinkedIn is leadership. We are craving leaders in this world and the content that we see out in the world. If we just put a covering on top of it for how would you present this topic to your office, to your team, to your peers, we want to talk with each other and talking with each other in connection, especially after 2020 and 2021. We want to connect in a, I don't know what to call it, a more where we truly hear and see each other when we're talking about these topics, whether it be business related, a little bit more personal, but we still want to have what's called a professional conversation about it. And I think LinkedIn's a great place for that. I've seen so much of that happen on the platform. Speaking of talking and connecting and professional connections, there's no better place to do that than in San Diego this spring at Social Media Marketing World. What a great transition. You see what I just did that? That was perfect. (laughs) That was smooth. Yep. I plan on speaking there. I'm going to bring my all to that stage. I'm so excited. So folks, you can get your ticket by visiting socialmediamarketing.world. And we have physical tickets. We have on-demand tickets. We have live streaming tickets. So if for whatever reason, you're not able to travel because your country's on lockdown or something crazy like that, we got you. We got it all covered. So grab your ticket at socialmediamarketing.world. And for those that are actually listening to the recording of this, Judy mentioned that she's got some great videos that she created in studio with us that you can find on our YouTube channel. So if you head on over to Social Media Examiner's YouTube page, you'll see all sorts of great content from Judy and many other experts covering not just LinkedIn, but everything you could possibly imagine. And if those that are watching live can't make it next time, we do have a podcast. It's called the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. And then we have another show called the Social Media Marketing Podcast, which is my show. And you can add those to your listening dial. Judy, where do you want people to reach out to you if they want to connect with you? Come on over to LinkedIn and I would love for you to join my company page. So just type in J-U-D-I-F-O-X, either click on me or my company page and join me on the LinkedIn journey. I saw somebody, uh, Elizabeth, shared the social media examiner video earlier today on LinkedIn. I saw it. I commented. If you make a post about this talk, I will like and comment. That's the community over there. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us this week. Until next week, may you make wise decisions with your marketing. See y'all next time. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. 
Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.